You might not have noticed, but last week was perhaps one of the darkest weeks in American history, and we've got to talk about it. Let's go bold. I'm Scott Patton. Thank you all for joining us today for the Go Bold Podcast. Please consider hitting that like, subscribe, and share button on our YouTube channel. We'd also appreciate it if you would like and follow our Facebook page. And also, go to the Go Bold Network website. It's pretty cool. GoBoldNetwork.net. That's the GoBoldNetwork.net. You know, the greatest strategic danger to the lost is silent and timid Christians. And we're going to call out the persecution, the deception of Christians in all forms. And we're going to be bold and we're going to stand up for King Jesus against the Marxist culture. Now, we've got some top stories here that I really want to, that just, just played at my heart this last week. And I don't know if you noticed, but last Friday, the House Democrats passed the most comprehensively, I'll just call it vile and evil and radical uh, legislation in our country's history. And I say radical because back, you know, even just five years ago, three years ago, even two years ago, this bill is so radical that, that only maybe two or three people might have voted for it. But the fact that every week when you think it can't get any worse in America, it does. And I'm just telling you, as a disciple of Jesus, as you saw in the title of our podcast today, we should be mourning in the Valley of America. You know, back in the 80s, Ronald Reagan had a great commercial called It's Morning in America. And he's like, it's morning like you're waking up to a beautiful sunrise. But right now in America, we're mourning because I guarantee you God is mourning for America. Indeed, a sad week for one nation under God. I said that, a very sad week for one nation under God. There have always been evil radicals in America, but never, I'm just going to say it, an entire political party. Now, here's the thing, folks. I don't claim to be a prophet, nor do I claim to be a theological genius, but it doesn't take the brains of an archbishop or the genius of Karl Klotzwitz to figure out that America is in a very, very dark place right now. Yes, it's evil, it's wicked, and I don't think we've ever seen it this way in America ever before. Now, it's not prophetic to predict that God may be fixing to um, imply some serious wrath, some serious judgment on America. As you see that little baby crying there, I think we all should weep for America right now. But I want you to take a look at God's Word. We're going to always start in God's Word because, like I said, I'm not being prophetic. I'm just looking at how God has done this in the past, how, he's examined, how, he, is, how he has handled situations like what you're seeing in America. And I think it's good to go into to God's Word. And I'll just tell you guys, I was recently in Isaiah chapter 22, and the Holy Spirit just kind of picked at me to, to, to kind of look at this. And, and, and then the whole thing with this abortion bill that ha the, the House Democrats passed this last week. Yes. And the book of Isaiah in chapter 22, and what we are seeing in America today, is eerily similar to what 
the Jews were doing in this time of Isaiah. And the burden against the valley, what, what many scholars call the valley of the vision of Jerusalem. Basically, what's happened to summarize this in our scripture, an army is coming against where there's no deliverance for the Jews. Instead, they're turning their hearts into, uh, instead of turning their hearts into humble repentance to the Lord, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, let's say, uh, and I'm quoting the scripture here, let us eat, drink, for tomorrow we die. Kind of sounds like America, doesn't it? You see, at this time, Jerusalem had gotten so evil and so rotten and so vile, God basically put this vision in Isaiah, I'm done with them. I'm done with them. As you see the Holy Bible and the copy of the Constitution there in the United States, in that picture, folks, I'm worried about America, and, and I know that there's some evangelical as well. It's not our job to, to save America. I beg to differ. You see, America is one nation under God, and we've done some incredible things for the kingdom, and God has blessed us more than we can believe. And a strong Christian America is going to be a land of opportunity for so many, so many. And I believe, uh, but I believe our time is coming. And, it, and, and what we see in America may be reshaped to something else. It may be the, the geographical region that we're in, where maybe, maybe God is just blessing pockets of America. I could see that coming, too, where we have a strong presence of the Holy Spirit of God. And maybe he's not blessing other pockets. I could see that. He may not, it may not be what we think it's going to look like because I'm telling you, folks, I don't know how America survives this. I don't. But if you really want to see history come alive on what happens to nations when they, they totally forego and they're so evil and so vile and so, so reprehensible to God, we probably ought to start in the Old Testament. Because what you're going to see here is the Bible coming alive. Two significant measures. Let's go back to the House bill. And this is what's got my, got my dandruff up about this. Now, you see that picture of Ocasio-Cortez. Because you would just think she was the only radical, but it's not. She's not. Two significant measures passed the House of Representatives. And I'm not exaggerating when I tell you these pieces of legislation look like they were written by Satan himself. Now, you might think that's radical, but I'm going to promise you guys it's not. And, and, and they're, they're, the Democrats are gonna, and, the, and the Marxists are going to try to make you look like you're radical by, by opposing this, but you're not. I'm going to address all, uh, all these, these measures. But I want to start with an abortion measure because there were several things that passed the House. I want to start with the abortion measure that was passed on Friday. I pointed out several podcasts ago that the Satanist and and like to use the whole art of sacrificing babies. It's a ritual. And it's really, folks, has been going along. Like we pointed out in the, in the podcast uh, several weeks ago, it's really, uh, it's been going on for thousands of years. Really started with the bell worshiping. And you see that little African-American baby crying. But according to Life News, and they're going to give you a summary of this bill that was passed in the House of Representatives this past Friday, the U.S. House of Representatives passed a radical pro-abortion bill that would force states, okay, let me get four states, now that's the problem in itself, but four states to the killing of unborn babies in abortion, wait for it, without limits, up to birth. That means up until the time that baby's umbilical cord is cut, 
okay, you could murder that baby at will nationwide, and it's going to forego every state law. Now, what this is saying is simply nullifying every state pro-life law in the country that ever was, ever passed in America since, uh, since uh, Roe v. Wade started, to force states to murder babies to the point of cutting the umbilical cord. Now, just, folks, just let that, th- let that sink in just for a second. This act that passed in the House of Representatives with 218 Democrats voting yes, one Democrat voting with the Republicans, voting no, 211 no's with the Republicans, okay? This act is deceptively named as the Women's Health Protection Act. Guys, that is just a bunch of ridiculous crap. There's nothing about protecting women's health than murdering a baby during labor and up to the time the baby is coming out of the womb. Okay, nothing about that. Nothing about that. Now, there's one thing, and I'm not being political here. I'm just telling you the truth. Not one Republican supported this pro-abortion murder murders deal. But it goes back. It goes back to see who's driving this train. Look at that picture there. The Democratic leaders portrayed the bill as a codification of Roe v. Wade into federal law, which is a bunch of... <laughs> doesn't make any sense whatsoever. How do you codify that with what they just did? That wasn't Roe v. Wade, but anyway, into federal law, but the legislation goes so far beyond Roe. Pro-life leaders say this is this uh, had had a name for this. This is Abortion Without Limits Up to Birth Act. It's probably the best name for this bill. The legislation would basically erase all restrictions on abortions ever to prevent states from ever enacting even a modest protection for the unborn babies. Folks, I'm talking about stuff like it would be against the law to to have CAT scans of babies because every time the the research has shown when when you have that monogram of that baby and you see that live baby with that personality and that heartbeat and that and that and that beautiful and they're playing in the mother's womb. When people see that, when mothers see that, they don't want to abort it. They understand that. Okay? So they're gonna make it against the law for you to have those scans. Think about that. Just how evil is that? Now they're gonna limit there's no limits on late term abortion, period. And bans, bans. Okay, that, 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 that on sex selection abortions. So what, what does that mean? Uh, you know how you uh, you could you could uh, you cannot choose you cannot abort a baby based on its sex. Well, that's that's off the table now. If you have if you're going to have a girl and you didn't want to have a girl, well, so be it. We're going to abort that sucker. That's how they look at it. The legislation would get rid of laws that protect women women to include parental consent for minors. Yes. So, so if a 13 or 14-year-old got pregnant, they do not need parental consent. If a 16-year-old got pregnant or 17-year-old got pregnant, they don't need parental consent. That's the law. And if you give them parental consent, here's the other thing. You're breaking the law. Now, think about that, folks. I mean, you can't make this up. You can't make this up. You can't have mothers to receive basic facts about their unborn baby development. No. You can't say the baby is, is very healthy right now. The baby is moving. The baby's heartbeats. The, the text of this bill, okay, 
if you read the bill, for the first time ever by a congressional statute, H.R. 3755 would legally enable the death of unborn baby girls and boys by dismemberment, decapitation, forced expulsion from the womb, deadly poisons, or other any other methods, I'm quoting the bill here, up until time of death. Do you understand the ramifications of this, folks? Pro-abortion Democrats have revealed their true vision for abortion policy in America by pushing this deceptively named Women's Health Protection Act. Okay? Now, if Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and all their other allies get their ways, I'm going to tell you something, guys. This bill, you cannot tell the difference between the United States abortion law and that of North Korea's or China's. There is no human rights left. It's gone. The exact same abortion. You would have thought that, 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 that China and North Korea wrote this abortion law. Just like China has been, has been just wiping Uyghur babies. These are babies of color that are Muslim in China. Have been wiping them off the face of the earth. The same thing is happening to African-American and Hispanic babies all across America in all these abortion clinics. Same thing. Now, when you see the satanic and the racist and the vile and the nasty of this, this bill, I just hate to say this, folks. It describes a modern-day Democratic Party. And I'll just tell you, folks, my, my father was a, was a Democrat. My grandfather was a Democrat. May not always agreed with them back in the old days, but I'm going to tell you, folks, this is just evil. This is just horribly evil. And I'm not, you know, you got to look at this. This is evil. The bill would eliminate. Let me just get into some more specifics about this bill. It would eliminate all state and federal parental consent laws, okay, in relation to abortion. It would eliminate all state informed consent laws, including those that allow a woman to view, like I said, the ultrasound prior to the abortion. But here's what it does. does. If you read the bill, it forces doctors and nurses opposed to abortion to be fired on the spot. It forces Baptist and Catholic hospitals to lose all public funding unless they perform abortions. Okay? It is for court-martialed for military doctors who do, do, do not believe in aborting. If they do not abort a baby, you're court-martialed. You're court-martialed, kind of like they're doing with the, the coronavirus vaccination right now. Okay, you're court-martialed, dishonorably discharged. Okay, I just want you to let this sink in, folks, how utterly evil this is. Eliminate decades of long limitations of direct taxpayer funding for abortion, folks. The Hyde Amendment's gone. That used to, which, which really saved over 2 million lives, the estimate since it's acted. Okay? But every bit of your tax dollars are going to go to Planned Parenthood to support this evil, evil nastiness. In short, folks, you're overturning all federal and state pro-life laws. Now, to go further, to make it e even illegal, illegal for elected officials to even introduce pro-life legislations. I said that. So if I'm Congressman uh, Joe Smith and he wants to he wants to 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 introduce legislation, uh, some pro-life legislation. They're making it illegal, folks. This is 
<laughs> this is North Korea. This is communism. This is this is so this is even worse than communism. This type and I'm not making this up. You could go read the bill for yourself. Go read the bill. This type of baby slaughter besides China and North Korea, it doesn't date back. This 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 dates back to the biblical proportions that we saw in the previous podcast I could talked about a while ago with bell worshiping and satanic rituals. Now, just when you thought this week, this is why I'm saying the morning in the Valley of America, this when you thought this week could get any worse, the second story that really just got on me, as you see that picture from Tel Aviv in Israel, the second story was that really disturbed me was this, 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 this one that the Democrats decided they would not fund the Iron Dome for Israel. Okay? Not fund it. Take the money off the table. They don't want Israel to have the Iron Dome. Now, let me just tell you, and this, was, this used to be to accommodate the left-wing extremists because they couldn't pass the bill without the left-wing extremists. So it's, it, they just capitulated to these terrorist groups like Hamas, like Hezbollah, and they did this in the halls of Congress. Now, let me just tell you, folks, I know a little bit about Iron Dome. I've done this in the Army for a long time. This is where one of my expertise area was, is how you, it was missile and rocket defense and drone defense. There's somebody say, Israel's Iron Dome defends all of Israel from all backgrounds, to include Israeli Arabs and to include, to include even the Hamas terrorists, their families, the hospitals, the schools, thousands of rockets. Now, this last year, you saw this, thousands of rockets fired into Israel, thousands. And every time one of these 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 uh, these Iron Dome missiles intercepts a a rocket, okay, it protects. It protects. It saves lives, and they they're protected by this defensive technology that tracks a rocket from the moment it's launched. Okay, to, just to explain this to you, from the moment it launches, it calculates where the trajectory is going to go. So when these rockets, where these rockets are going to land. And then it fires a countermeasure, okay? So in seconds, this happens in about three to five seconds. So so what happens then is it, it destroys a rocket in midair. Now, each one of these countermeasures, I'll just tell you, folks, costs about $50,000. And it, it sounds like a whole lot of money, but actually that cost has gone, been going down for the last several years. Folks, you can't make this up. The, the, the anti-Semitism, you look in that, you look and you see that picture of Ocasio-Cortez and Rashid Tlaib. This is not anti-Semitism of the Democratic Party. It's the anti-Semites. They, they, this is horrible, guys, just like the abortion law. Now, here's what happened with this bill. After the Democrats passed this bill, they got so much backlash from Jewish donors which it, it, I just can't imagine any sane Jewish person voting for a Democrat or even or even donating to him, but they do. I guess, I guess they're, just, they're just liberal, okay? They were forced to re-vote, and on the next vote, it, it passed. But you saw that you, you they, 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 they caving to the, to the racist and the 
the anti-Semitic radicals like Casio-Cortez, just a vile and racist human being on the planet. Now, if you just think, if one of those terrorist rockets were to get through the Iron Dome this last year, just one, and just hit a kindergarten or a school, you're talking about a gigantic mass casualties of women and children. You're, you are, folks, in a synagogue or a mosque or, you know, there will be lots of casualties. And then Israel would have no choice to strike back at the very terrorists that use these civilians as human shield. I just want you to think about this. Folks, this is God's, these are God's people. We as Christians have, a, have an obligation to stand up for our brothers and sisters in Israel. God's word requires that. It does. Now, I want you to look here. Because here's the thing. Today in America, we have a political party that is not only radical, that's satanic, that's anti-Semitic, and is racist. And we as Christians have been silent for too long. Scott Patton has been silent for too long. In the pulpit, out of the pulpit. And, 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 and here's the thing, guys. It's probably, maybe he's too late. And yes, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to point out some Southern Baptist Convention folks here. Southern Baptist Convention has been derelict in this because we have been silent too long we have been silent for too long and many churches have been lethargic and you have this drip 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 from the democrats for for so long and i will just tell you guys there are multiple southern baptist convention elites that contributed to the democrats being in power today in the house and the senate and the presidency multiple SBC presence, and especially the, the two uh, SBC um, leaders that you see, not presidents, but two leaders that you see here in the picture, Russell Moore and Ed Stetzer. But I want to take you back to Scripture just so you think that I'm just being political here. I, I'm required to talk about the whole counsel of God, the entire counsel of God. I want you to take you to Isaiah 22. We're going to look at here. Indeed, the Lord will throw you away violently. This is what God is going to do, I believe, to America unless we, we come to our knees and we can change our ways and we can change some of these radical, vile, evil people. Indeed, the Lord will, will throw you away violently, O mighty man, and surely seize you. He will surely turn violently and toss you like a ball into a large country. There you shall die, and there your glorious chariots shall be the shame of your master's house. I want you to let that sink in. So in a very similar situation that you're seeing with God's people, he's given us the example of what he does to nations that are so vile and reprehensible. Folks, we've seen this before. You saw what he did to Sodom and Gomorrah. You saw what he did with the, with the flood, okay? And, and some people will say, well, it's, it's a tribulation. It's, it's, it, I don't know. But here's what I do know. God's word gives us examples of what he does to nations. And maybe he's just fixing to do something very horrible to our country because we've gotten so vile. Let's look at verse 19. So I will, this is what he says here. This is, gets, this is uh, in Isaiah twenty-two nineteen. So I will drive you out of your office and from your position he will pull you down. You're probably wondering, what can we do about it? Well, here's what I recommend. 
folks, in order to turn things around, we can't have, and we're going to talk about the Great Reset here in the, in the next podcast. I've, I've been working on that one. But we've got to have a great revival. And the revival starts with individuals in our hearts and the heart of our churches. Pastors and disciples of Jesus, we need to pray and we need to fast and we need to stay in God's word. And we've got to speak out about these things. We just can't be silent. Don't give up on America. Christianity is, is an outdoor sport, <laughs> you know, and I'm not giving up on America. The Holy Spirit gives us incredible resources beyond, you can, beyond powers that you can even imagine if they are used for his glory, not ours. Instead of mourning, weeping in the valley of America, let's take America back. Let's take it back to the peak. I read a PBS article not too long ago, and it was, it, they're always perplexed. The liberals are always so perplexed on how Christianity began. And this is what it says in the PBS article. The triumph of Christianity is actually a very remarkable historical phenomenon. Yes, it is. Because, you see, here's what, here's what, here's what, a lot of the, the Marxists and the liberals don't understand. It's the sheer power of the Holy Spirit in us. Guys, we can change this. We can through him, through him. We begin with this. You know, I mean, you think about Christianity. It began with a small group from the backwaters of the Roman Empire. And after three centuries, by lo and behold, the same group and its descendants somehow have taken over the entire Roman Empire and became the official religion of the Roman Empire. Think about that. Think about the separation between the 1st century and the 4th century A.D. That was a tolerated religion. We could do this again, folks. I'm not saying we have a theocracy. No, what I'm saying is a tolerated religion, just like the Roman Empire was at the end of the 4th century. When you think about that, that's truly remarkable, and it can happen again. It's monumental. But I, I, here's what I want you to th understand. Your small voice counts. Your, don't, don't think for a second that your small voice can't be heard. Don't think that your little prayer is not impactful because it is. Don't think, don't think that your little church is not relevant because it is. It can happen. It can happen again by leading by faith in small groups and understanding the power of no, no fear. We have no fear. Yes, we can do this, folks. America is ready for another great awakening, and we can make it happen through him. God bless you, and go bold.